Hello, everyone, and welcome back to We're Watching Star Trek, the original series. I am Brandon, and as always, we've got Paul. Yo! Hey, what up, people? Here again, doing the thing, you know? And we we got Dan. How's it going? And today we are going to cover Season 1, Episode 12, The Menagerie Part 2. Original air date was November 24th, 1966. But before we get into this, I actually wanted to ask you guys uh, just kind of a general Star Trek-related question uh, that I actually saw on Twitter. And uh, somebody had asked, like, they'd mentioned... Uh, you know, Kirk has his, uh, his like engage saying or whatever, whenever they, they go to warp or they impulse, I think Picard had, uh, what did he have? Like make it so, um, or something like that. Yeah. When they, yeah, yeah or no, yeah. I think so Kirk, be, Kirk, so had, Kirk had like punch it or something like that. But I guess the question is, okay. uh, if you guys were the captain, like what would be your phrase to like go to, to warp or impulse? Oh my mm. gosh. That's a interesting question. Let's see. Uh, Mm, I don't even know, bro. Because like I, I, t- uh, I told you guys like when we played uh, Star Trek Bridge Crew, I was pretty much always a captain. Uh-huh. So uh, whenever uh-huh. it was time for us to do that, like our, first of all, our crew was like the least serious crew ever. Like we'd be court-martialed probably daily just for, <laughs> for like just fucking everything up. So so I mean, uh-huh. it, like nothing was serious. We died all the time. So basically, we're just, we're just like, oh yeah, you know, we're set up for impulse. You know, we're lined up when warp coils are charged. I'm just like, do the thing. Which is a really shitty. <laughs> just like just thing? just do the thing. That was your order. Yeah, do the thing. Oh my gosh, the surprise! I even survived. Hey, yo, do the thing. What thing? Do the thing. But like that was it for everything. Like, oh yeah, the the torpedoes are charged and I'm locked on. All right, do the thing. Like, just, just do it. I don't care. So we were really vague. loose, really loose bridge, and there was a lot of drinking on that bridge. Like, especially during combat. So just just do yeah, the thing. I, I think mine would be uh, giddy up. Because I want to pay tribute to Seinfeld. <laughs> he said, giddy up. Oh, my gosh. You're fired. <laughs> yeah. The first thing you're my captain, I'm like, yo, beat him up right now. Yeah, so. Is he giddy up to you? So if anybody listening up. to this uh, has ever wanted to get into podcasting, we're going to have an opening here in a second because I don't think Dan's going to be joining us any longer <laughs> yeah. after this episode. <laughs> what, you got to go like giddy up? Yeah, he's going to have to giddy up and get out of here. Warp, warp speed, sir. Giddy up. Like, what? <laughs> no. But what about like, you, let's Paul? Let's go, man. I don't even know what giddy up ain't. <laughs> if you don't know what <laughs> it is, if you know it ain't that. I know it ain't giddy up. I know it's not giddy up. <laughs> it's definitely just, I don't know. Let's go. Let's do I, I just want to be on that bridge one time to hear it, and then I'll request a transfer. <laughs> <laughs> like, the captain is insane on this ship. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, sir. Hey, yo, what's going on, man? He, bro, he said giddy up, sir. <laughs> yeah, sir, we're locked on. Uh, warp coils are charged, and we're ready for uh, warp. And you're just back there in your chair, and you're like... Giddy up. Giddy up. <laughs> and you just go. <laughs> Giddy uh, up. All right. You know, I, I, I probably say, I, probably, I might say engage as a, as a tribute, probably. Yeah. I don't even know. I'll, I'll think about, I'll think about that as we're doing this. And at the end, I'll probably have a really good okay. one. Okay. But, but it's I not going to be do the thing or, or giddy up. Y- yeah. Yeah. Do the thing and giddy up are not, are not allowed in, in my <laughs> army. I mean, it could have been worse. Like he, he could have gone with something like, just like a slogan for like follow your nose or like dangerously cheesy. <laughs> just yeah, ready to go. Dangerously, dangerously cheesy. cheesy. You just That'd go. be great. <laughs> you be got yay. Uh, Warp speed. You be got yay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so uh, the menagerie part two. Uh, so the Enterprise, it's moving through space, moving real quick too, from what I saw in that little cutscene. And then Kirk is just like narrating uh, everything that happened in the Menagerie Part One, 
But he's in a, a personal log. He's not doing his captain's log because he's not uh, acting captain right now. It's Jose. So Spock is, he mentions that Spock is bleeding guilty. Or bleeding, yes. He's a pleading guilty. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on. So th- 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 he says personal log and captain's log differently in the show? Yeah. He always makes mention. Uh, and that's the thing. It's like we have captain's log, which I believe uh, is like it's happening right now. We have captain captain's okay. log supplemental which I believe is the log after every, like at the end of the episode. So like he narrates from a time in the future. And then this was just a personal log. So dude, I had, I if he brought that up, I had no idea. I never listened to the, what he said at the beginning when he did things. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So if you hear like that either, if you hear captain's log supplemental, it's everything has like, he's basically, it's almost like you are reading the events of what already happened, but you're, you know, watching the record of it. So like it's already happened and he's oh. just narrating from the future. Okay. And he and okay, he always okay. uses I'm past happy. tense uh phrases when he's doing that as well. Okay. All right. Yeah, so uh Spock is not bleeding guilty, he's pleading guilty to the charges of unlawfully taking command of the Enterprise, sabotaging the Enterprise's computers. Locking it on a course for Talos Four and forcibly attempting to transport Captain Pike to the planet. Uh, and I did look this up, and Pike is not played by the original actor from the pilot. Uh, apparently, they, that guy was unavailable, and he was too expensive. So they they were like, yeah, we don't really need him to do much. Like, just sit in a chair, so we're not going to pay him for that. Oh, uh, see, I've been talking about that. I've been wondering if, if that was a real actor. I, never, I, I didn't never think they up. were the same actor. Yeah, I wasn't sure about the makeup. Sure. Makeup, dude. Yeah. Makeup. Yeah, you, could, you never know. Yeah, they got a guy that they thought looked close enough. And, I mean, that was good enough for me. Um yeah. So yeah, Kirk just continues to narrate the previous episode, and they're playing uh, some footage from the the pilot again, uh, and we get the opening for the show, and we come back. The court martial has been reconvened, and Jose reminds Spock that contact with Talos Four is forbidden, and Spock apologizes, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, you know, you guys don't have any choice. Like that's where we're going." So he tells Pike that the keeper has taken control of their screen, and asks Pike if he understands, and Pike beeps once for yes so Spock continues the story of Talos 4 and the screen goes back to showing what happened uh this time we're in the the jail cell with Captain Pike when he was captured captured by the Telosians um it's just you know his first time meeting them more and more useless pilot things we already watched a long time ago people yeah you know, more of that stuff, more of that stuff, you know. Yep, this is just uh you know his first meeting with him and he's like when he was testing the limits of his cell and uh Actually, actually, it was really funny. Like, I noticed when I was watching this that we're not that far removed from having watched the pilot. Like, we're only 11 episodes in or or whatever. What is it, 12 now? And, yeah, like, the show has changed so much since then. Just even, like, quality-wise of the filming. Dude, like, for some yeah. reason, their filming looked just really low budget. Yeah that's, yeah, that's one thing I noticed how all the clothes look different. Everything looks different. That All the uh, background extras look different. Like, it's, it's so much different than... Used, yeah, you would have thought that that was filmed like, like five uh, years before this. Yeah, it looks, it looks really weird. Yeah. So they go, uh, Spock is explaining to Kirk and Jose that the Telosians controlled Pike's brain during this time, and he says that they could make him live any place and any time in any situation that they wanted. And then they just go back to watching that on the, the screen, and we get the uh, the fight on Rigel 7 with, uh, they just kept calling that guy the killer, but he was just like a, a dude in fur. And uh, I still actually really liked that fight. I think it was still probably one of the best choreographed fights. Like, it, okay, 
I don't know if it was choreographed. Like, they just threw them together like, yeah, you know, just have a little fight. But it was still, like, one of the better ones that I've seen in this entire series and way the better. The fight was terrible. Really? The, the fight was terrible. It was just it was just good for that time. If you, if you think about it in that time, it's just all about strength. There's no athleticism. There's no, I don't, it's just all about being strong and hitting, hitting people and pushing. Well, I mean, like, just compared to what we've seen so far, like, not comparing it to, to modern-day fight scenes, like, I thought it was great. I thought the yeah. Spock one and the Menagerie Part for, 1 for, was for terrible. show. Oh, for, for this show, then yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, the one with I, I didn't, I didn't notice this time around when uh, Pike had the spear and he was kind of shoved into the barbarian on the stairs, and the barbarian's like, "Oh, I don't care that you got this metal spike, you know, in my chest," and just yeah. kind of smacks it away. Yeah, and then also the tip of that actually bent a little bit, like <laughs> it's like foam or something. Like, it was like rubber or foam. Yeah, he, he was poking him, and it's just like it was bending. Um, he's like, "That's not right." Yeah, that's why that guy didn't give a shit. But but also the end of that fight was really funny, too, because the guy just jumps off this, like, several-foot-high ledge, and Pike just kind of holds this spear up and impales him. So if, if Pike didn't hold that spear off up, like, what was the guy's plan? Was he just going to do a body splash and go for the pin? Because he just jumped right onto his stomach. It's like, what was the plan there if he didn't get speared? So body splash on a pin. He was going to jump down and give him a punch or a kick yeah. or something, you know? Yeah, but, like, he landed directly <laughs> on his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> he he didn't even try to do like the macho man elbow drop. No, nothing. Oh. Yeah, so uh so they're watching the fight and then they they get through that and then the video stops because Pike has actually fallen asleep and Spock says that they stopped uh transmitting because they knew that Pike was fatigued. Like and Captain Pike's like, "You know, I I've seen this one. Like I don't need to stay awake through this." So he just nods off. He, he's like, "Dude, I was there." Yeah. He does he doesn't need to see any of that. Um, but Kirk notes that the Telosians, they must care about him, you know, if they're willing to stop this because he's fatigued and they want him to go get some rest. And uh, Spock says that, yeah, they do. They they want him back alive. So Jose just keeps being Jose and he demands to know why they want him back. And, and Spock just says that, you know, you got to be patient. And Jose, Jose reminds him, you know, reminds Spock that he's on trial, that he's got to answer all the questions that are put to him. And Spock just answers. He says he's. You know, the answer would be unbelievable, and you're just going to have to wait to see it. And then we get another commercial. But was it really, though? No, no. I predicted it, like, within 10 minutes of the first uh, menagerie. I'm I'm letting yeah. it go, and, I'll, and I will give my summary at the yeah. end. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we go to commercial. It comes back, and, and Kirk's personal log is going, and they know that they're only an hour away from Talos 4 as they reconvene in the trial. And they're just continuing to watch the video of Pike's adventure. So here we get Pike trying to figure out how the Telosians work and Vina's trying to, you know, convince him to to stay there and, and live this happy life. Uh, and we get the crew outside blasting the elevator. And how the fuck is there no seizure warning on Paramount Plus for this episode? Like, Dude, Jesus. I thought, that, I, thought, I thought the terrible flash is back again. It's, you know, I, you I, know I, what I, I find what I found funny about the whole situation is that they're showing that Pike's crew was trying to rescue him. Like, wouldn't that have been in the notes that would have, you know, after the mission? Like, they would have already known that part. Yeah, but that stuff's all, uh, it's top secret now. Like, you can't, you can't just read that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that yeah, whole report. Well, I bet Jose knew that, that though. He, he, he's a high-ranking officer. I, I don't know. I think they're classified. classified. I mean, that's true. He did give... Uh, Kirk, the okay to read that, which means that he would be able to to get in there. Maybe he just didn't give a shit. Maybe he's just like, yeah, you know, we're we're not supposed well, to go. I don't Kirk, care why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, ser- seriously though, Paramount like seizure warning for this. But uh, 
Jose puts together that, you know, Pike was captured as like breeding stock. And so, so Pike just beeps once. He's like, hell yeah. And Kirk wonders. He's like, yeah, man. <laughs> he's like, I wish I'd have stayed too. Uh, so, I would be looking like, like this right now. Yeah. He's, he's like, hindsight, I would have been better off being breeding stock. Yeah. But hey, you know what? Um, the Enterprise crew learned how to travel through time, so can they go back and fix that? Like, fix the accident from Pike? Ooh. Oh, I don't know. Oh, they could... Oh, yeah, at, right at the end, they learned that time thing. But probably why they classified it. Because when, when, when they did the accidental time travel, they probably classified the entire mission and made the... the well, no, the, the, the time travel was again. from the episode with uh, the virus. Like, it was, it was way after Pike's stuff. Like, Pike would have been injured at that point. That was yeah, the episode yeah, yeah, yeah. at the okay. end of the okay. virus one, I think. Yeah, you're right. Which I, I really yeah, hope right. that they expand on that. Like, I, I hope they do not just... They're like, hey, we discovered Eventually, time travel, and then they just never mention it again. Yeah, maybe in the future they'll come up with a way to bring him back to a better yeah. thing. But uh, Kirk wonders uh, why, like, they wanted pike as a breeding stock and and spock points him to the video as it starts playing again and it's just the tele- the telosians are giving pike some food and and showing him what you know the punishment feels like so they do like the whole hell thing and then he's testing their ability to read rage and uh, which they can't do and uh they put him in that illusion of him being home on a picnic with vena and his horse tango and then you know they they talk he and vena talk and, and whatever and uh, they go to the Orion fantasy where Vina's green, like dancing chick. And I did learn from, I know, I think we discussed this outside of the podcast, but I did learn uh, on the lower decks that the Orion women can release a strong pheromone that makes it really hard to resist their intended target. So that's what was going on in this yeah. scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, um, I heard that they were explaining it in this episode. Yeah. It's a green Orion. He called her, I wrote it down. He said, green Orion slave girl. Yeah. Um, what's the slave part about? Uh, I guess Orions are like, uh, they're big time, like slavers and pirates. Like they're just all around, just like nasty people. Uh, okay. So, okay. I, I didn't understand. Yeah. Maybe one day, maybe we'll get to go to that planet eventually, the Orion planet. And I'll get, I'll get to see the dynamics of what's going on on the planet. Yeah. Cause the, if you like, why would you call her a green Orion slave girl? Like, is she a slave because she has the pheromones, but it's just the pheromones. Why is she a slave? Which she can just get people to do what she wants them to do. That's a whole different level of thing. Yeah, that's actually so a really good I question. I, yeah, so I didn't understand the Green Orion slave girl term. I was like, oh, is she a slave? Like, she's a slave girl. Why is she a slave? That's what I just, yeah. That's why I'm curious about the whole that planet and dynamic in general. It just sounds, it sounds interesting to me, like, to go to a planet like that and then have some Kirk do his Kirk thing, you know? Yeah. You know, say some woman, whatever. I just, I don't know. It's interesting. Well, that was the moment when Kirk woke up. He's like, whoa, what's going on here now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, wait, we he's got like, green oh, women. I he's, like, how, he's like, how is Pike resisting her? <laughs> <laughs> he must have superpowers. Is he a Gary Mitchell? Yeah, she's just another Gary Mitchell, or he is. Sorry. Um, <laughs> the thing that I thought was weird about this was like Vina was oddly comfortable with just being green all of a sudden. Like I know she knew the whole yeah. thing was an illusion, but she like I would still be weirded out, you know. You, so, you're just suddenly green. No, I, I, she's probably she's probably used to the make, making it look like whatever they wanted to. If you think about it, because they, they can what? change their illusion however they want to. She was comfortable, however, however it was. 
I would like to think before her ship crashed that she was a big fan of She-Hulk. So she's like, oh, well, hey, I, she, I want to be great. That's her one, fantasy. One question. I do have one question that <laughs> pertains to the pilot, and I can't remember if they addressed it. Okay, since she wasn't beautiful, right, and they determined what beautiful was, how did they know what a beautiful hum- human looked like? That pro- that would probably be from Pike's mind, wouldn't it? What well, well, is that like? Like once once Pike came down, they they scanned him immediately and 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 read his mind to see what beauty was and made her beautiful and changed everybody else, like to be whatever. That's that's what I that's what I assumed. I mean, okay, I just. It, it, I, I mean, it's. It, I know it's pertaining to a long information, but I just I was curious about that. Well, because at the towards the end of the episode, they even state like, "Oh, they've never seen a human before, so they didn't know how to quite put her back together." Yeah, but so then how are they having these images of her doing all this stuff then if they had don't have any humans as reference unless they went through well, Kirk's mind to I get th- the information? I think that was from Pike's mind when they read his mind, like, oh, oh this sorry, is what Pike. humans are supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, they were using Pike's like fantasies, and, like, that's how they knew about his home okay. and everything. But, yeah, that is one of the okay. things that okay. we did discuss was, like, how they didn't know how to put her back together, despite the fact that she looks almost exactly like them, just without a huge fucking head. And that there were probably, yeah. like, dead bodies and stuff around that they could, you know, or, or just get into her mind. Yeah, <laughs> like, that was a, a huge yeah. thing that we were just like, okay, <laughs> whatever. Well, but gotta remember, she was a, I think she was a... Yeah, she oh, would have been a baby, right. but there, I think there, there would have, or at least a child, but I think that there would have been, you know, bodies around, or you know, just, yeah, just really anything. Reference. Yeah, or, or just well, look at good, themselves, like just look at themselves, just be like, okay, you know, she's got two yeah. arms, you know, she's, you got another yeah. shape, basically the same thing, just without the big ass head. Yeah. So yeah, good point, good point. Yeah, but uh, so Kirk asks if the Green Orion slave girl is Vina, and Pike beeps once for yes. If it wasn't obvious, like, come on, Kirk, you're supposed to be. Better than that. Smarter than yeah, that. He, that's, he that's must have question. really just been falling asleep in there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I told you he was. Yeah. <laughs> and here's here's one of my He's favorite. He's like, my best friend's on trial. I'm going to fall asleep. Yeah. But here's one of my favorite lines of this entire series so far. Because Jose says, yeah, they're, they're just like animals. Vicious and seductive. <laughs> I'm like, you yeah. find animals seductive? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Maybe I learned uh, a little that, too much that, uh, about Jose today. What, what's that thing that people are into? Uh, furries or whatever? Yeah. Is that what they're called? Furries? Yeah. He's just a big, Fur- yeah, yeah, furries. Or he's just into well, bestiality. You know, <laughs> what is it, the 22nd century? <laughs> he just, he finds animals <laughs> seductive. and seductive. I, I mean, I, I, get, I get what he was trying to say. Like animals, like animals in, in their own animal kingdom, they're vicious and seductive. That's how they are to each other. But the, when he said it, though, it just it's way, way out of context. So you have to deep, dig like way deep into it. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I just think he likes he, he finds chipmunk sexy. I don't know. It's just, yeah. That's his thing. It, it's yeah, in the future. They don't seductive. judge. That's true. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. It would not be busting nuts with squirrels. Okay? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no animal love here. Vicious and seductive. So, uh, yeah, so he goes on to say that no human male can resist Orion women. And then we go to the commercial and we we come back to another personal log from Kirk just recapping everything that we've seen on the screen. And they continue the video. It's really weird because we're just watching a video of people watching video. But, yep. 
That's kind of what it is. Uh, so Pike leaves, you know, he leaves the dance party and he goes back to his cell and then his crew decides to try to go rescue him, but their equipment doesn't work. And then number one and the uh, attractive yeoman are transported to Pike. Not to say that number one's not attractive, but I think we went over this. The yeoman is, uh, she's more my type. Um, and then we, we yeah, get like, for sure, we get Pike trying the rage strategy and then he's trying out the phasers, but they don't work. And actually, this is where I realized something I didn't realize the first time is after he tries the phasers and he drops them on the floor, he intentionally dropped them by that trap door while he was. Yeah. But while he was doing that, he was talking about how he's enraged and how they can't read it. So they would not have been able to read his mind to get his plan to grab them because he was in like in his like enraged mode while he was dropping those phasers yeah, yeah, yeah. right there. And I didn't catch that the first time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I caught it the first time. I just didn't think about it. Yeah. So uh, the Telosians, you know, they tell Pike and the other women that he's got to pick one. And yeah, I still pick the other yeoman with the unusually high sex drive. Uh, it's it's just it's it's, <laughs> it's just funny that she's a horn dog though. Like they, they they wanted to make mention of that. They're like this this lady over here, you know, she's real cool. But this one over here, you know, she's horny. So <laughs> her, her she she wants the baby bad. Yeah. Yeah. She's just she's all about that Pike. You think she would be more what? into Kirk or Pike? I think everybody. I think everybody's more into Kirk. <laughs> when Kirk walks in the room, everybody's like, "Oh man, Kirk, this guy again." Yeah. Uh, so then, yeah, you know, later Pike catches the Telosian guy going for the phasers, which actually all the Telosians were played by women, and then uh, their voices were ADR'd over by men. I didn't know that. Yep. And. Okay. Really? Yep. Uh, it was in one of the trivia things I read shortly after we did the or yeah, so after we covered the pilot. Also, I want one of those phasers. I like the the ones that they use currently are pretty cool, but like those phasers are just yeah, the original they're, 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 they're just cool. They're very, yeah, yeah, they're very cool. I like them too. So then the video stops playing, and Jose is just like, "Screw it, we'll go on without it." And Spock asks Pike to uh, signal that he wants them to wait, uh, saying that he tells Pike, you know, hey, this is it's your chance at life here. Uh, so Kirk asks how it's Pike's chance, you know, if he's going to be kept, if he would just be a prisoner in a cage in the zoo again if they reach Talos 4. And Spike pleads for them to wait while he waits for the video to come back, but it just doesn't come back on. Like his VCR is busted. Yeah, this was a really weird point at this moment in the show where they're just like, oh, we're going to cut the feed for no apparent reason. Yeah, I but didn't. I wasn't sure why that happened either. It was really like, we weird. gotta make the episode longer somehow. Oh, let's just make the uh, feed cut off. Yeah, just technical yeah, difficulties. I mean, yeah, I didn't even notice that, honestly. Yeah, so um, Jose asks Pike if Spock is guilty, and Pike beeps once for yes. So, so, so Jose also is like, yeah, he's guilty. And then Kirk is like, okay, if we're, if we're voting, then yes, obviously he's guilty as well. And then we get a, a commercial. I thought it was weird that Pike voted guilty when Spock is trying to help him out. Well, like, I think Pike's been against it the whole, from the beginning, right? He's just been beeping no the whole time. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to do any of this. Yeah, he didn't want to do that, yeah. But it it questions, though, why why is Spock doing this? You you would feel like Pike somehow told him that he wanted to go back there. No, I, I just don't I believe think, that Spock would have started breaking the rules out of no out of nowhere. I think he I think Spock broke through I think see that's the thing they didn't really explain too much too. I bet Spike Spock realized Spike well Spock realized what was going on with them and he logically he thought about that place immediately. Yeah, like, and, and I feel I th- like Pike just him, didn't him, want him to risk loyal. himself. He, he's loyal to the captain. He's loyal to all yeah. the captains. He's loyal to both captains. And he realized 
to 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 approve, show to approve the Captain Kurt what he must what he was willing, willing to do for Captain Pike matters, you know. Because like if he's willing to do this for Captain Pike to make sure he he's going to do this, then imagine imagine him telling Kurt, "Hey, this is how I will treat you if you're in a situation. I'll do whatever I need to do to make sure you're safe and protected in a place where you need to be." So you don't think Pike had anything to do with this then? No. I, I, I don't think so at all. Hmm. I just think it's all Spock. Logically, Spock thought about something, did it, and he just did it because he knew it was the right thing to do, and, and logically, that's what it made sense. Yeah, because Pike was against it from the beginning, and like I said, I think it it was literally just uh, he just didn't want uh, Spock to risk his life with the death penalty for doing this for him, and that's why Pike's just been against it the entire time. I think he just yeah. you know he like hey, you know you're just screwing yourself, like don't do this. Yeah. Um. But the other thing that I liked about this was that it, it really gives you a good look at Kirk in that although, you know, Spock is his really good friend, like probably is one of his best friends, uh, he still understands that he has to do his duty and that he can't let his feelings for his friend get in the way of, you know, his yeah. his duty to the to Federation the and, the, and Starfleet yeah. and all that. And he's, he yeah. delivers the guilty vote, which would be like that's a that's a tough place for him to be in. But, you know, he's a, a guy Absolutely. full of integrity. So uh, after they have their uh, vote and everything, we have the commercial, and then we come back, and the Enterprise approaches Talos Four and enters the planet's orbit, and then Spock informs Jose that the Telosians control the Enterprise now, and so that's when you're, you know, he's like, that's when you're going to get your answers. And then the video starts playing again, and it's when uh, Pike and his crew escape to the surface of Talos, and uh, you know that the keeper, which is like the head Telosian, was like, oh, you know, we wanted you to be here. You've walked right into our trap. And uh, Pike bargains his life for the life of his crew. And then that's when number one is just like, screw this. Like, I'm just going to kill us all. And starts overloading her phaser to, to just blow them all up. Dude, like, I... Which, I what a I great moment on her behalf. I, I really do like that, yeah. by the way. I'm hoping that when we talk, without going to anything else, we're talking about the other Star Trek show is going to be about Pike in the future. But I really hope she's a great character. Yeah, I, I, I hope I, she I really, gets... I, really, I hope someone really does her justice. Yeah, because, like, I don't know, like... I just, I mean, I don't know why she's so interested in me. Like, I have no idea why I'm interested in, like, what she does and how she's going to be because I know something about her makes me want to hope that uh, she's interested in it in the future episodes yeah, or whatever. Yeah, from what I've seen, she's actually supposed to be kind of a main focal point, but I hope that they keep her as, like, the badass that she was in this uh, yeah, episode. Yeah, like, that's what it was. Like, give her yeah, the, the development, but don't, like, humanize her too much. Just make her a fucking yeah. badass. Yeah, make her, yeah, bad, yeah, I'm hoping. Yeah. So uh, that's when the other Telosians appear and they transfer the Enterprise's records to the Keeper and, you know, humans are too violent to be kept alive. And, oh, it turns out that they don't like to be kept in cages because, you know, no shit. You didn't have to be a mind reader to know that. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, even when it's good for them, they just don't like it. So then they just prepare to go back to the ship and Vina, you know, says she's not going to go. And they the Telosians reveal that she was disfigured in the crash and they didn't know how to put her together because they're dumb as hell. And then she gets to keep her illusion of beauty and she goes back inside. Oh, yeah. One thing about that. I still think that transition from her being beautiful to the monster is so cleanly done still. Oh, yeah. Like, like it's yeah, like absolutely. A, like you're looking at it and slowly like her, her shoulder starts going up. And she like gets into this like form slowly. And it's just like I, I don't know what they used back then to make that camera trick work. But it looks really good. It, it held up very, very well. Like, yeah. Yeah. It held up so well, particularly when everything's practical back then, and it's not a lot of computer stuff like we have today. So I think yeah. it's just really impressive. Would, I imagine that would have been a, a fairly difficult shot. Think, yeah. 
It's like, I wonder if that's the kind of thing where they, like, have to record some and then, like, they do the makeup effects with, you know, and then she, like, has to get right back into frame and, like, whoever's in charge of continuity has to make sure that, like, everything is perfect yeah, everything and then they just perfect. kind of meld the shots together. Yeah. I think it's going to be a rough job. Watch, that was probably... That was probably like an all-day shoot just to do that one scene. Well, a yeah, lot of them, I, I guess, that, I would think it'd be a lot of like photographs taken real, real fast or something, and then putting together in a way where we can't see it, and then it works like that way, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't and know. yeah, back then it had to probably be way harder than it is now. Yep. Um. So yeah, she gets to keep her illusion of beauty, and then we go back to the court martial, and they're done watching the video, and they didn't rewind it, so yeah, Blockbuster would be pissed. Uh, Kirk approaches Spock and then uh, he turns uh, Kirk turns to talk to Jose and then Jose just disappears he's, he puts on the one ring and he's out of here which I did not see coming to be no, honest no yeah that was the biggest surprise of this episode like this whole thing that's about to happen I was like well well, shit I didn't see that coming uh, yeah. so yeah the keeper um, transmits his thoughts to Kirk and he says that Jose was just an illusion the entire time and he was never really on the ship and he says that Spock told them about Kirk's strength of will and that they, they planned this whole court-martial to distract Kirk from trying to take back control of the ship. And I was like, damn, that's that's really good. Yeah. Like, Spock knows Kirk so well. So the Keeper says that Pike is welcome to spend the rest of his life with them, uh, unfettered by his physical body, and that the decision falls to Kirk and Pike. So Kirk tells okay. Spock... Um, hold on, there's something... What he said when he says that we're like unfeathered by his who uses that language? Well, like uh, I, I know what unfeathered means. Aliens in the sixties. Like, oh my god! Some of the wording sometimes, <laughs> bro. Some of the words in here, like, and my brain knows what they mean. Like I don't know how my brain even knows what they mean. It's like I've already knew what they mean. I was like, who uses the term unfettered? Like ever? I like it. It's kind of classy. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I get. I get it. You know. Yeah, I I get big words and seem classy, whatever. It's just one of those words where they said, and I was like, come on, like speak speak normal, be like a human being. Like I don't know. So, Kirk tells uh, Spock that even though the regulations are explicit, um, Spock could have gone to him and explained. And and Spock says that, you know, the way I did it, I'm going to be the only one facing the death penalty, and that's you know that's enough. Um. Yeah. Which is which is interesting. Yeah, like it's the whole thing was, you know, he didn't want any, he didn't want Kirk to get involved because he knew Kirk would help, and he didn't want Kirk to you know be at risk for the death death penalty. But then he knew him well enough to do this whole thing with Jose and you know keep him from taking back the ship because I I mean Spock had to believe that you know if he didn't uh, occupy Kirk during this whole thing that Kirk probably would have prevailed and just ruined the whole thing. Yeah, which so, I, I I like. Because we've been talking about this for a while now on our on our podcast, who would win between you know Spock and Kirk, and it's interesting that Spock was able to play you know several moves ahead of Kirk this time. Yeah, what I thought was crazy was that the Telosians could reach as far as they did with their mind powers. Like, damn, are they powerful or what? They were six days away, or yeah. something like that, or like four days or something like that. Is that why the planet is off limit? Do you think? Uh, I. You know, we never we never really find out why it is, because like we had said, uh, really the but, only thing that oh, happened at oh, the end of the pilot was no, they, they the reason, left them the, to no, die. The reason why is because remember the Telosians were talking about they were worried about humans learning their abilities. Oh yeah, they were. Would, yeah, that that's a really good point. And, and, and they said they would use the abilities for destruction if they ever got them. 
But like that's so the, you don't so have to forbid it, people from going there. Just the Telosians can be like, no, and then just hey, send them away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, so uh, they get interrupted by Uhura, and she has a message from Starbase Eleven that says that after the viewing of the video of Pike's contact with uh, Talos Four, that they are suspending General Order Seven for this particular occasion, and that no action is being contemplated against Spock. And I was like, ah, it's it's an all's well that ends well thing. Yeah, um, it, it it would have been good if this uh, had a crazier thing result or reaction at the end. Yeah. Uh, so Kirk asks Pike if he wants to go to the Telosians, which is like probably the most important part of this entire thing. They're just they're just taking him there, and they don't even know if he wants he never, to go. He never even a- he never even asked if he yeah. wanted to go or not. Yeah, like hey, you know, it would have been funny well, if he would have well, no, said actually, no. no. This is right because Kirk never at Kirk never asked him though. Like like because they because they didn't really know what, what the reason they were going there. So Kirk, right. for, for asking him this time, he's like, oh, you want to go? You know, that would that justified Kurt letting him go. Right. Because you got to think about it, Kurt didn't know that he wanted to be here. Well, they knew that the plan was to get him there. They just didn't know why. Didn't know why, yeah. Yeah. So uh, he beeps once. He's like, yeah, he wants to go. So Kirk asks Spock to take Pike to the transporter room to see him off. Uh, so So Spock is wheeling Pike out, and Kirk stops him. And asks him to come back when he's done. And, and Kirk says, you know, you've been showing a regrettable tendency towards flagrant emotionalism. And, I wrote it down, bro. I wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> and so Spock cuts him off and he's like, well, there's no need to insult me. Insult me. <laughs> he says yeah, something bro. completely logical about the whole thing. Don't be kind of emotional. Like, that's like, uh, what'd you call me? Like, oh, that's messed up. But that was funny. That was like, I expected them to both kind of, you know, smirk, nod their head and move on. But neither one of them did. Because it was almost serious. I think there may be a future repercussion with the dynamic. I think there should be. Like not not if there is or not, but it should be. Because yeah. he's always given Spock a hundred percent trust no matter what. But I just it, this this is this is a betrayal and um and a good thing at the same time. So you gotta decide what balance of thing do you do you keep your mind on? The fact that he did this for the captain or the fact that he did this to you as the captain. Right. You know, I just think that that's, that's, that's the interesting part of it. Yeah. So, um, Spock wheels Pike away as the Solosians contact Kirk to let him or to show him that Pike and Vina are getting in the elevator together. And the keeper says that Pike has his illusion and that Kirk has his reality. Here's my problem with that whole, that whole scene right there. Spock literally took him out five seconds ago. How the hell are they already down on the planet? Transporter. The what? The transport room right next to the room where the court's being held. You, you realize that that imagery is from the original pilot, though. It's not a new image. Yeah, that's that was my biggest problem with this. Is that the original ending to the pilot was that uh, everybody go got to go back to their ship. Vina yeah. decided that she was going to stay, and then the Telosians gave her a, an illusion of Pike, so it was yeah. not the real Pike that stayed. So on this, they cut that footage out, so you didn't get to see her get the illusion of Pike. And they said that's the real Pike, Pike. which just with an yeah. illusion of himself. So then, yeah. when you go back and, and air, like when you go see the uh, the pilot years later after it aired, because it's canon, right? So like this stuff actually happened. There's gonna yeah. be a, a bit of a mismatch there. Yeah. So like, which it's, one's it's, the real it's one? Weird. Yeah, yeah. It's just one of the weird things. Like it's brilliant use of that footage. Like somebody you know wrote their ass off to use that footage yeah, with that was, this that, ending. I, I, I was going to say another end of my thing. I think for an episode that I found super annoying, part one and part two, 
what a smart way to use some unused footage in an episode or two. Like, yeah. like, because if I, if I hadn't have seen the pilot already, this would have been probably one of my interesting two episodes I ever watched. Like, like, right. it upsets me because I think so much work and writing went into this to make this all work together with the scenes and everything like that. I, I appreciate it. It's just, I've seen the pilot already, so I don't have the love for these two episodes that I should have. Right. But hold, hold off on one second because uh, we're just going to get this finished up and then we'll we'll just get into final thoughts. Oh, so basically, right, like, cool. that's the end of it. The video screen turns off, the episode ends, and then we get the, the credits of the show, which they actually use the credits of the pilot instead of the credits of, you know, what we're seeing now, which was really, that was pretty oh, cool. They? Yeah. Yeah, um, I didn't know so. Okay. So, yeah, if you want to go ahead and get into your final thoughts while you got it fresh in your mind, go for it, Paul. Yeah, yeah. So... First of all, I got we got to the end. My first thought is I'm really annoyed by this ending. And the only reason I'm annoyed is because I just watched two episodes ago. What was the episode we loved called? The little the carbonite uh, maneuver. Uh, carbonite maneuver, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was so good. And it was the same idea as this. So getting this after that makes this look even worse of an as of an ending, like this whole test thing. Like if this if this had been maybe at the end of this like this was a season finale or this was I don't know maybe next season I might feel a little bit different about this, but it's just like it just, it just the last two episodes have had the same idea at the end and the other one was was amazing and this one was more like I don't know I just it's the same idea again I just kind of kind of stupid and um, yeah I almost uh, wish that we had watched this in its intended. Uh order because we're getting yeah. the when televised order and not the yeah. like when shot order because this that would change these would not be back to back during that well, I, well no i just if i hadn't watched the pilot i swear this may be my favorite episode because there's so much smart writing in this or a manipulation of uh of the pilot in this that is I, I think that it's so amazing. But at the same time, if I hadn't watched the pilot and I watched this, would I even appreciate the pilot stuff even in there like I do now? Right. You know? So it's like, like what I appreciate in here, I don't know if I'd appreciate it if I had seen it already, but like what a clever way to use a pilot to lead the story in. Like real, it's really cool. I just, man, I wish I hadn't watched the pilot so I could appreciate it more. But is it yeah, better than the last episode though? I just, Man. From from what I remembered, you really enjoyed the pilot too. So like, yeah. I guess it, it's like, would you have rather have enjoyed these two, or would you have rather have you know enjoyed that one for what it was? Because like either mm. way, you would lose the enjoyment of one of them. Well, I I, I probably would appreciate these two, and then I would watch the pilot later on as like a as a thing like that. Like, oh yeah, there's a pilot. Like that's a, that's his own episode. Like, I'll watch it maybe. Maybe I appreciate it more. I don't even know. I just yeah, it just kind of like I said, good episode, great episode. Like. For what it is, I, if I hadn't watched the pilot, if you guys didn't watch the pilot, hopefully you didn't, maybe you did, then you might appreciate this a lot more than I did. But we watched the pilot, so I didn't love the episode as much as I should. But I still, I, I still think it's a great episode. I just, I knew this, like this was close to being like an eight or nine, ten style episode. Yeah. Does this get a negative rating from you then? Eh, it gets a, eh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not a negative rating, more of a just part two eh. isn't terrible. I just, you know, you know. Yeah, Dan, what did you think about this one? Uh, I have to pretty much agree with what Paul just said on everything, honestly. Uh, I was glad to see they gave Pike a closing. They were able to close the chapter on him because, you know, he would have just been left out there in the, you know, the ether if they were never addressed. Like, oh, hey, you know, what happened to Pike? Why is Kirk the captain? So I'm, I'm kind of glad they addressed that. 
So I would, I would give it a so-so. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. Yeah, to that point, actually, I'm kind of sad about the the way that things ended for Pike. Like, even if he has his illusion that, you know, he's able-bodied and everything, the back of his mind is going to know, you know, that he's not. Uh, and I liked Pike yeah. enough that I, I, I kind of, I mean, not kind of, I did not want this end for him. Like, I really would have wished he got to go home and, like, ride his horse or dealing green animal women slaves, you know, whichever one he <laughs> wanted to do. Yeah. One, well, that, it, that might be going on now anyway, so. One thing, yeah. though, like... Since we know the new Star Trek is coming out, Star Trek's coming out with him as the captain for his time when he's the captain of Enterprise or whatever. I'm hoping that they're smart and they like do something, and at the end he ends up where this is now. Yeah, that'd be like, interesting like, to see. Like, just like work at, it in. Like at the, yeah, like at the end he'll end up. Well, yeah, like at this will be the ending of this show. Like he he's whatever he does, whatever he saves the kids, he gets put whatever he gets put through this, and then. The end, the end result is him going to this place to live. Right. Like, if it, hopefully, because you got to think, I don't know, I'm not sure how long, I think it was the captain, what, 10 years, 13 years, something before? Uh, I think, didn't Spock say he served with them for like 11 years? 11 some years. Some odd months so of days. They, they, they should have plenty of good episodes in their 11 years of meeting, you know, interesting, interesting races and stuff like that. They got plenty of people they can, you know, make him meet. So I'm, I'm, I hope they can make it clever and fun and make it, you know, make it feel, Make it feel like, th- like, oh my gosh! I just without, I don't want it to be look look so good. It doesn't look as bad as this. Yeah, like, like um, you know, like I don't, I don't want to like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, look too right. CGI, like so practical. Yeah. Like, I, I'm sure I it will. Be. It's gonna be modern. It's gonna be modern filmmaking. Yeah. Uh, they people just, actually have been complaining because they changed uh, the carpet is no longer on the bridge of the Enterprise. They changed it all to like a really reflective black flooring. Oh, they're like, oh, the, the the carpet's gone. Well, like, yeah, during the 11 years, they realized that you don't want a slippery ass surface when you're taking evasion, evasive maneuvers. So yeah, the carpet was an upgrade. As soon as Kirk moved in, he's like, get some carpet down on this. Oh, uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys on this. Uh, okay, episode, not great, not terrible. Uh, I'm not, I won't watch these two again. Actually, I probably won't watch any of this series again when we're done. I've been enjoying it, but I think it's a one and done for me. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, just good use of uh, the pilot footage. Um, super yep. clever stuff there. Yep. And that's pretty much it. Like, eh, it did. It, it was very, very predictable from within like the first 10 minutes of the, the Menagerie part one. And, and really that's it. Uh, but I want to know, uh, do you guys think that, you know, cause Pike's going to live out the rest of his days on this planet with the the Telosians. And do you think that, uh, he just eventually gets bored of the illusion and asks for another one and they just keep getting annoyed because like every (laughs) couple of weeks he comes to them, he's like, can I get a different illusion? And and they're just like, you know, we we just gave you one. And he's like, no, this time I want to be a Martian. They get a hold of Spock and I'm like, dude, you got to come back and get this guy. Yeah, he's, he's always so asking annoying. For crazy ass shit. <laughs> for me, it's like, I just imagine him getting, are they going to make him age? Or is he going to stay that, like he's going to, uh, even though he's getting old, he's going to feel like he's, I don't know, 30 something and then just end up dying or something. Or can they, or can they make brains last longer there so he can live a longer time? Or there's so much. Uh, other random questions, like small questions to ask. Yeah, well, and uh, does he end up having a kid with the the chick also? He had no yeah. kids. It's an illusion. He got he got no blow. He got a kid in the illusion. Oh, I, I, I mean, maybe oh. they can make his dick work. I don't know. 
Yeah, it's an illusion, though. It's not real, but I guess you can give him a kid. I just like to think that, you know, he gets bored and he's like, okay, so this time, you know, instead of me riding the horse, like, I want to be the horse and have a copy of me <laughs> riding me. <laughs> like, and they're just like, no, what is this? Bro. Like, what are you into, get dude? Of, get out of here. Uh, no, but for real, though, the, the one thing I want to know is, like, so the Telosians are the people with the mind powers. So that means that there's at least one of them always projecting an illusion into his brain, right? So the, do you mm-hmm. think they do it in like shifts? Because like, you, you gotta concentrate on that, right? <laughs> like three, like three eight-hour shifts. Like, oh man, I got, I got two, I got, I got three, three to two o'clock. Man, you got this, you got this, you got that. Yeah, get out of here. Well, that begs the question: Who's the real person that's being jailed? If you have to keep up the illusion the whole time? Yeah. Oh, no, oh, really, Dan? You gonna go yeah, there, we, bro? We're not you going in here. Deep, we're not going into this. <laughs> you get that deep. First, you want to come with the. With the, with the yippee ki yay cowbunga yeah. <laughs> <laughs> intro, you know. So wait, Paul, what's your word then? You still haven't given us that. Uh, I, I guess I'll just go with cowbunga at this point. Cow-bunga. I'll take cowbunga. <laughs> I'll take cowbunga. Cowbunga. I'm having my fun. Oh, cowbunga is acceptable. <laughs> Giddy up, snot. Yeah, for warp eight. Cowbunga. <laughs> Every time yep. from now on, just and do the thing doesn't sound so bad. And, and and I want to point my finger and do finger guns too when I do it too. <laughs> Everybody, eight cowabunga! Like, yeah, yeah now we're it. hitting some weird lower deck shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, man, oh man, what's the next episode? Uh, the next episode that we are gonna watch is mm-hmm. season one, episode thirteen, because we're not skipping seasons or episodes like crazy people, and it is called uh-huh. "The Conscience of the King," which is a good title, oh. and I hope that. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be another uh, thinker and not so much action. But hope it can't be worse than the menagerie. Uh, Star one Trek, or two. It's becoming a lot more uh, thinking than it is action. More yeah. and more as we as we go along. So it's not that I want sick. action. Uh, I like I'm okay with super dialogue heavy stuff if it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not always good. Nip. Um, yeah. So if anybody wants to. Join the discussion with us. We are on Twitter at WWST underscore podcast. And we are on Gmail. Do you guys happen to know our Gmail? Nope. That's right. We're and I only know you. it because it's written down in front of me. And it We're is watching Star Trek. WWST pod at gmail.com. Ah. Yep. And we are everywhere that you find your favorite podcasts, including YouTube. Uh, Yay. And if you're listening and you could uh, give us a rating, you know, stars. Uh, one to five. If they do halves, you can give uh, us halves as well. Uh, he he, he we means don't five take stars, stars only. Only five stars. If you do one star, then we don't appreciate that. Five star reviews only. <laughs> yeah. Or I will hunt you down and uh, and teleport you somewhere. Not yeah, nice. You have a very specific set of skills. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's 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 it for me. I got nothing else on these episodes. You have them out too. Later, guys. Later. <laughs>